Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 2nd of July and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, we covered a good day in court for Craig Wright as he continued to fight for ownership of the original Bitcoin white paper. We asked why, despite John McAfee's death, capturing the imagination of conspiracy theorists everywhere, an NFT featuring footage of his life on the run has been almost completely ignored. And we crunched the numbers around a selection of Bitcoin mining stocks that appear to be outperforming the cryptocurrency itself. First today, Binance is feeling the heat as financial watchdogs from the UK, Ontario, Japan and the Cayman Islands all start to turn up the heat on the world's top crypto exchange. The UK's financial services agency has outright banned Binance and its affiliate Binance Markets Limited from offering regulated services in the country. As it stands, the crypto trade isn't directly regulated in the UK. However, this latest move means that Binance can hold no registration, license or authorization to offer regulated services such as derivatives trading. Binance will now have to post a notice to its local site that reads, quote, Binance Markets Limited is not permitted to undertake any regulated activity in the UK. On top of this, the company will also be warning prospective UK users of the volatility of crypto markets, as well as retaining records of any local customers that have used the platform. According to a statement shared by CNN, Binance is acting a little squirrely. The statement said, quote, Binance Markets Limited is a separate legal entity and does not offer any products or services via the Binance.com website. And just to reiterate it further, quote, the FCA notice has no direct impact on the services provided on Binance.com. Our relationship with our users has not changed, end quote. Everything's cool, people. Nothing to see here. Meanwhile, Ontario threatened Binance with a securities trading ban last week. Binance's response, it's packing its bags and leaving the province by December 31st this year. On top of this, Japan's financial regulator warned Binance that it isn't registered to offer services in the country. The statement was Japan's second such warning in three years. Lastly, the Cayman Islands Monetary Authority has this week begun investigations into the company's activities and has announced that Binance, the Binance Group and Binance Holdings are in no way authorised to operate a crypto exchange in the country. But it's not just Binance under fire. Global trading firm Bybit is also catching flat from the Ontario Securities Commission. The OSC accused the crypto derivatives exchange of failing local security laws, saying in a statement, quote, Bybit has never been registered with a commission to engage in the business of trading or obtained an exemption from the registration requirement, end quote. Ontario's exchange watchdog also targeted exchanges Polynex and KuCoin, making that a total of four crypto platforms targeted by Ontario regulators since May. The OSC demanded Bybit ceases its trading services in the country, pay a penalty of up to $811,000 and cover the costs of their investigation. While the situation looks grim for exchanges, securities lawyer Matthew Burgoyne told the Star that the OSC's crypto crackdown is more about protecting local investors than policing platforms. For what it's worth, Bybit reiterated its commitment to legal compliance to Bloomberg and noted it was discussing the issue with Ontario regulators. So we'll wait and see. 
Another story we covered this week was London's High Court ruling that Cobra, the pseudonymous figure behind PortalBitcoin.org, must cease serving Bitcoin's white paper in the UK. The decision awarded a default victory to everybody's favourite litigious Aussie entrepreneur, Craig Wright. The default victory came about because Cobra failed to respond to a lawsuit served by the white paper's self-proclaimed owner, Wright, back in April. Wright has repeatedly claimed to be Bitcoin's creator Satoshi Nakamoto since Wired first floated the theory in 2015. However, he hasn't produced any actual proof to back up his claim. Still, that's not stopped him taking legal action against those who state his motives are fraudulent. In recent years, he's sued a Twitter-based cartoon astronaut cat named Hoddlenaut and gone after British podcaster Peter McCormack. In February, Wright triggered a copyright case against Cobra one month after declaring he would sue any site that refused to scrub the document. He won permission to serve Bitcoin.org's Cobra, who resides outside UK jurisdiction via email due to their continued refusal to reveal their identity. Cobra was subsequently given 22 days to respond to Wright's claim. Initially, they said they were more than happy to fight Wright all the way, even if it meant doxing themselves. While Cobra's legal representatives attended this week's High Court hearing, they opted not to make oral submissions. And so judges awarded Wright victory by default, despite Nakamoto originally sharing Bitcoin's white paper under the permissive free software MIT license. As a result, Cobra must now host a notice of the judgment on Bitcoin.org for six months and block users from accessing the Bitcoin white paper. An inquiry will now take place to determine any potential damages available to Wright. And in the meantime, Cobra will have to pay Wright's legal costs amounting to £35,000 or $48,400. Cobra says they'll pay Wright, but to Nakamoto's address instead. According to Cobra, the outcome perfectly illustrates the necessity of open source protocols like Bitcoin. They reason the rules governing Bitcoin are a fairer system than the ones based on, quote, who can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in court. It's been about a week since the untimely death of John McAfee and the internet rumour mill shows no sign of slowing. However, strangely, there doesn't seem to be much interest in an NFT bundled with troves of never-seen-before footage documenting McAfee's life on the run. Conspiracy theories surrounding McAfee's unfortunate end are ten a penny, with many choosing to focus on a purported dead man switch that would trigger the release of powerful individuals' most sensitive information. The switch is predicted to be triggered if McAfee's weekly tweet isn't tweeted, either that or an Instagram post containing a cryptographic message with the letter Q, which will apparently set it off. Others are assuming that McAfee is exacting one final massive troll for the shits and giggles. But while this is all going on, over 50 gigabytes of video detailing McAfee's life as an international fugitive have been sitting on NFT marketplace Rarible without any bids. The account selling the footage claims to be the co-founder of Ghost. That's McAfee's short-lived privacy-centric digital ecosystem, which he abandoned just months after launching it. At John McAfee Collection listed the NFT videos for 500 Ether. That's $1.07 million on March the 23rd. A few hours later, the price halved to 250 Ether. That's $539,000. Before dropping to 150 Ether, $325,000 just a day after McAfee's passing. So the secretive footage is worth $6,500 per gigabyte. 
The preview video harkens back to happier times for McAfee before he found himself in a Spanish jail facing US extradition. McAfee can be seen wearing a clean blue t-shirt, his trademark sunglasses, and what appears to be food dangling from his moustache. Here's hoping the full footage will reveal exactly what food it was. Anyway, for the true McAfee aficionados out there, a second NFT exists that comes with its very own mask, gifted by McAfee himself, and links to five other never-before-seen videos of him. The account says, This mask was given to me while on John McAfee's yacht while he was on the run in the Bahamas in 2019. And just like the first NFT, this one saw its price halved a day after McAfee's death. Now 50 Ether, $108,000, down from 100 Ether, that's about $216,000. The mask NFT has so far garnered only one joke bid, 0.001 ETH. That's $2.15, which was placed on April the 1st. In any case, it's certainly odd that the internet has shown such a thirst for unravelling the mystery of McAfee's final years, but has so far ignored these curious NFTs. And finally, a raft of crypto mining stocks have outperformed Bitcoin in the first half of the year. The leader being Marathon Digital Holdings, which jumped 180%, while Bitcoin only managed 9 At Protoss, we analysed 10 Bitcoin and crypto stocks, including Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, in order to rank their performance in 2021 so far. Of those, seven managed to close June ahead of Bitcoin. And while Bitcoin topped out in April, up 99% in the year to date, many stocks like London's Argo, Colorado's Riot and Beijing's Canaan peaked after rising hundreds of percent. DMG, Hut8 and Canaan rose 54, 44 and 22% respectively. And British Columbia's DMG spiked the most, having jumped 760% in the year to date by late February. Some Bitcoin stocks that have returned less than Bitcoin in the year's first half were BitDigital, eBank, CleanSpark and Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, respectively down 77, 57, 38 and 15 percent. In fact, these four have tailed Bitcoin throughout the entire year so far, with the exception of Utah's CleanSpark and Barry Silbert's Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which briefly eclipsed the top crypto in early January. The worst of the bunch by far, having spent the entire first half of 2021 firmly in the red, was New York-based BitDigital. Of course, the 10 Bitcoin mining stocks we studied boasted much smaller market values than Bitcoin. This makes their share prices volatile and susceptible to sudden price movements, heavily swayed by sentiment. Altogether, the 10 Bitcoin mining stocks were worth $6.92 billion at the start of the year, according to YCharts. They were valued at $21.06 billion at their peak in March, which represented over 200% growth in two and a half months. And come June, those stocks were worth $11.4 billion. So collectively, they've seen their value nearly half since their peak. Still, they posted 65% growth for the first six months of 2021. Riot and Las Vegas-based Marathon added the most raw dollars to their market values by the end of June, each around $2.3 billion dollars. The two are by far the biggest stocks of the group, worth $3.6 billion and $3.1 billion respectively. And in terms of percentage growth, Marathon and Toronto's Bit Farms led the pack respectively, growing their market values by 280 and 265%. Now, let's see how those Bitcoin mining stocks stick the landing in the second half of 2021. 
and that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can offer in just under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We're back next week. See you then.